As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Oh my god, I forgot that you gave me a MeUndies gift card and I finally used it last night. What did you get? I got a pair of underwear and a pair of socks. Those socks were $18. $18 for a pair of socks? Were they like long, big, thick socks? No, they're ankle socks. What? Do you not have a membership anymore? No, not the subscription. That makes sense. But still! I don't need that much. Hello. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. I'm Abby. And I'm Shauna. And I almost forgot to say <laughs> your this name. Is my name. <laughs> this is Anxious and Afraid. The podcast. Where we talk into mics and talk about terrible things. Yeah. If I can remember to say them. Well, <laughs> same <welcome. girl>. <laughs> <laughs> We are not profesh. That is the brand that we're selling. Oh, it's a brand that we uh, are loyal to. <laughs> not knowing to. what we're doing. <laughs> Hot Mess Express. Yes, that's us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, all. So what's up with you, Abby? What is up? What's been making you anxious or afraid? <sighs> so many things, but I guess... Uh, the world's a little nuts. Oh, God, we had a dark week, but <clears throat> I guess I'll focus on something <laughs> that's not so dramatic. But this morning, I decided to do the daunting task of switching all of my winter clothes out for my summer clothes. It's getting warm, girl. Because we live in Oregon where there is definite season changes. You right. can't have the same Even wardrobe. within a day. Yeah, you can't have the same wardrobe all year round, so you got to switch them out. Or at mm-hmm. least I do. Mm-hmm. And I hate doing that because it's all in a big tote. It's and a it's, big chore. It's such a chore. And so I was going through it and I was like, there's so many clothes at the bottom of this tote that just keeps growing because they refuse to get rid of things that don't fit me anymore <laughs> why is it so hard to let go because i i'm the same issues there was still a few that i still held on to right? i don't know why i'm like i'm saving this for my future child <laughs> my freaking jean jacket i used to wear in in high school hey, i mean i guess that's one of the items that have never gone out of fashion so that's pretty safe i mean it doesn't fit me anymore but maybe it'll fit my future child <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was doing that this morning, and then I got rid of two huge bags of clothes. 
Nice. Which felt good. And finally had to let go of some items that I've been holding on to for way too long. But I bet it'll feel good because then they won't be staring me in the face anymore. Like, hey, you can't fit me anymore. <laughs> right. Totally. And then now that you have like more room to find things. Yeah. And more room to buy more things. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly why I empty out my closet because I usually just did a huge online order. And I'm yep. like, oh, I got to make room. <laughs> I don't have any more hangers. <laughs> Yeah. I just got uh, rid of some big bags, too, so that was kind of nice to drop off. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Goodwill. But my, nice and sweaty from that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, feel feeling good. Feeling good. There's some nice room in my closet now. Good, good. Spring cleaning. Love yeah. it. Do yeah. it. Cherish it. You got to do it. <laughs> I didn't do the Marie Kondo. I forgot to thank all of my things for serving mm. me. I just put them in a bag. Sorry, clothes. Maybe before they leave. <laughs> Um, just say your goodbyes out loud. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> what about you? What made you anxious or afraid? Um, so my impending um, back to work date is just really creeping up on me. It really is. And what I'm is really it? sad. It's not next week, is it? N- no, I have one week left. Uh, next Monday. Like I have, yeah. I don't have many days left. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like it. It's going to be a, another huge transition. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I'm probably going to cry because yeah. I'm a mom now. and I just don't like change and it's hard and I'll miss my baby. And that's just going to be crazy. And not only that, we've been working at home for two years. Right. And now all of a sudden that's trying, they're trying to change that. Cause like, Hey, back to normal life. Remember three years ago? No. <laughs> I'm like everything's changed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to not, we're going to be like a, in a hybrid situation, which I guess isn't the worst, but it also isn't the best. Yeah. So we're like partial work from home with yeah. the majority still being in office, but we'll yeah. be together for some of that. So that's yeah, nice. I'm trying to think of it as like, It'll be good to get out of the house, especially during this, like, nice weather time. To be honest, I actually have been enjoying driving, like... Like, having that time. Yeah, having that time, like, singing in my car. Yeah. It's kind of de-stressing, which I almost never drive anymore. I know. That's very true. I'm the same way where I, like, blast my music because I need to have that time to, like, unwind or somehow. And it's kind of nice for the change of scene, I guess, like, because the new building has so much like nature around it yeah it's in a really pretty area that's true so that helps yeah i guess i'll start walking more i have to move my body it's wrecked (laughs) yeah i definitely burn more calories being at the office just because the building is huge so just to get to our section it's a workout yeah right seriously especially if you take the stairs um I did that and then found out how out of shape I was. I was like breathing so fucking hard. When we got that tour, I was like really hella pregnant and like Norm was trying to give me the tour. Oh God. I was, might have to take out his name. I'm not sure. But uh, oh, it's fine. He's our boss and he's got six foot legs. He does. He's so tall and he runs and he's like, la la la. I can go so fast. And I'm like, not only am I slower than you, Norm, I'm also pregnant. And he's like, he's like, can you take the stairs? I'm like, as long as we're going down the stairs. I cannot go up the stairs. He's <laughs> like, okay. Unless you want to carry me. Um, yeah. It's not going to happen. Like, I'm already out of breath. I already want to go home. <laughs> yep. It was home. rough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do miss you at work, so it'll be nice to have you back, but yeah. I totally understand the apprehension. Yeah. It's mixed feelings. It's mixed feelings. Yeah. I mean, it was my first week back this week. That's right, because you talked about going back, too. So how's that yeah. been? It's fine. It's fine. It's just fine. Everything's just uh, 
<laughs> you know, and my bathroom isn't two feet away, so I hate that. See, I'm going to have a hard time getting dressed, getting up earlier, putting getting on makeup. Oh, I put on very minimal makeup. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like I used to actually put on a good amount of makeup. I used to be, like, kind of beat. Yeah, like, kind <laughs> every of day. almost full face. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and now I'm, like, lucky if I put mascara on my lashes. Right? I'm like, you got some mascara and a tiny bit of eyeliner and some blush. Uh, I won't even do eyeliner ever. <gasps> I haven't done eyeliner in years. Well, now I like to tight line, so it's not wow, as... ballsy. I don't do that with my... I don't mess with my eyes very much anymore. Really? I just do mascara and shadow. Tight lines not too if bad. If I do shadow. I guess you're freaked out about putting stuff near your eye, though. I am. I water too easily. That's true. Yeah. Michael couldn't watch me. He'd probably pass out. I do miss, like, a good sharp wing, though. I used to, like, rock that in high school, and now I'm just, like, afraid to attempt it. Right? It's been so long. <laughs> I'm all rusty. You'd look all whack. It'd look like, I don't know. An owl. A raccoon. <laughs> I was trying to remember her name, Amy. Oh, Amy Winehouse. I'd do that. Oh, yeah. Those wings. <laughs> Two foot. <laughs> trying Eyeliner. to fly with those wings. <laughs> okay. You're still telling us the story. Thank you, Abby. Here I am. Oh, I was going to say really quick. Oh. My mom texted me about the um, oh, yeah. Diane Downs case, which we got a ton of listeners in Oregon on that one, which no surprise there. It's our biggest one, I think. Yeah. Um, but she was like, Hey, did you, do you remember that your grandparents lived only a couple miles away from where that happened? And I was like, Oh shit. I totally Dang. forgot. Like we used to ride bikes on Marcola and on that like road. Like on that same road? Not on that exact road, but the one that is like right next to it. Oof. It is so creepy. It's eerie. Yeah. Home connections. Um, but today we're not going to do a child murder so <laughs> thank you i think other people will thank you yes so welcome to episode 96 wow dangerously close to 100 whoa so last week was pretty rough but um yeah this week will be not so rough um and it's been a while since i've done one of these but what do we know that i love so much you love old yeah history stuff <laughs> you love old you love old <laughs> shit <laughs> i do love old this isn't too old okay you love a lot of things i know i know okay i love stories about weird rain <laughs> yeah oh how is there more but yeah <laughs> wait we've had two we've had turkey and we have globs right yeah. turkey <laughs> turkey <laughs> Turkey. I think I just decided it was turkey meat. Turkey specifically. <laughs> I don't even know if they found out what kind of meat it was. No, because wasn't that... We were thinking about vultures or like vulture vomit, I think, was like yeah. a theory. <laughs> but yes, they said, whether it be meat falling from the sky or strange blobs, I love a good rain mystery. Yes. And I'm just honestly shocked that there was another one. Um, I guess I... Never mind. I'm In case you do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's story will be about... A dude who was actually named the Rain Man. What? Okay. Do you, have you heard of this one? No. Okay. It's kind of obscure. I don't think he's I've called the Rain Man. The Rain Man, but not because he's good with numbers or whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say no, no relation to the movie. No, right? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, literally rain. So okay. Uh, so for my main source for today's episode, I first learned of this story. On an old episode of Unsolved Mysteries, my Love baby it. fave. 
And I think we're going to have some fun with this one. So I'm strapping stoked. for a rainy good time. What the fuck comes out of the fucking sky? It's actually just rain this time. But um. <laughs> how did you do an episode on just rain? We're going to learn about climate and weather. <laughs> As we live in a rainy state, you're going to love this. Okay. Okay. So our story begins on February 24th, 1983 in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. A 21-year-old man named Don Decker was attending the funeral of his grandfather, James... I'm not sure if it's Kishow or Kishow. Kishow? So Decker had actually been serving time at the county jail for the crime of receiving stolen property. But he had been granted a furlough in order to attend the service and be with his family. Mm -hmm. At the funeral, Don was struggling with his emotions. The rest of the family didn't know it, but Don's grandfather had actually abused him when he was young, like only seven years old. Oh, and he didn't tell anybody? No, he never told his family about it. So I'm sure it was super hard for him to, like, watch the rest of his family grieve a man that he considered to be a bad person. Mm -hmm. So after the funeral, Don continued to have an uneasy feeling, unable to shake the powerful emotions he had felt during the funeral. And I guess he was um, in a very chill prison because they didn't take him back into custody that night. They actually gave him a full week out. Whoa, week vacation <laughs> on a prison. I what? I didn't know that was like a thing. A thing? You just take a week off? Um, I mean, I guess he wasn't a, that serious of a crime. Yeah, it's not like he was there for murder or something. Yeah. But that'd I would, be outrageous. I would guess like a day or two, but yeah, he got a full week. Um, so he decided to stay with his friends, Bob and Jeannie Kiefer, at their house. They arrived there after the funeral, and Don was still feeling pretty wrapped up in his own head and emotions. So he decided to go to the bathroom to have a moment alone and collect himself. However, once he was in the bathroom, he didn't, he didn't really feel any better. Quite the opposite. Don described being consumed by his emotions, and then suddenly he felt the temperature plummet in the bathroom. As the room became cold, Don was suddenly struck by a vision. So he felt, or sorry, he saw an old man who resembled his grandfather, but he was wearing a crown. And then he felt a burning on his arm. And when he looked down, he could see three angry, bloody scratch marks on his arm. Okay, so he sees the ghost of his grandfather wearing a crown, and then he gets the three scratches on his arm, which is usually like the demonic sign with three scratches. Right. You're in. You're going the right direction. I am. Yeah. Okay. Look at you. So I'm so smart. Professional. <laughs> okay. After all these episodes, you're like demon. Demons. <laughs> So when he glanced back up to see the old man in the crown, he saw that he had vanished. It's a little sneaky. In the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't see him. Not like in the mirror? No, I don't know. He just said he had a vision. He just sees this old man in a crown. Okay. 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 They never really explained the significance of like. Sure. Who this was or if it was his grandpa or why he was wearing a crown. (laughs) There's just things you can't explain. (laughs) (laughs) So unsure of what to really do with this experience, Don decided to leave the bathroom and go back downstairs to join his friends at the dinner table. As he sat there, Don went into a trance-like state and was unable to 
do anything more than just stare blankly ahead. Ooh, creepy. He said he suddenly felt an uneasy chill run through him, and then some truly weird shit started to happen. Water began to drip down from the walls and ceiling, and the room filled with a strange watery mist. Ew. Uh... Inside. This is weird because it's inside. <laughs> right. Talk about humidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who but yeah, that's the humidifier in here? <laughs> Everyone just stared in disbelief as it appeared to be raining inside. This like happened pretty quickly after he sat down. This weird experience. Yeah. So he he's in the bathroom. Then he comes back downstairs. He sits at the table with everyone else. And then it just starts raining inside. Yep. Okay. Precipitating. Just in that room that they're in? (laughs) Yep. Okay. Uh. Well, there had to be, like, a logical solution, right? I mean, it doesn't just Sprinkler. rain indoors. Yeah. So <laughs> Bob and Jeannie decide to call their landlord, who was named Ron Van Wy, and told him that he needed to come immediately. They were having an emergency, and it was a little hard to explain over the phone. More of a, you got to see this for yourself kind of situation. For sure. So the tenants started putting out buckets to try and collect some of the water, fearing, you know, property damage. Um, and then pretty soon, Ron and his wife, Romaine, Ron and Romaine, showed up <laughs> at the property. But as soon as they stepped into the house, they were just as baffled as everyone else, as they saw the water dripping down the walls and the ceiling. And it was definitely water. Yes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so Ron was especially bewildered as he explained there was no plumbing running through that section of the house above or below them so it couldn't have been from like a ruptured uh yeah pipe or anything like that okay uh (laughs) it was also very strange that the water seemed to be isolated to just that room when the landlord moved into a different room he noted it was completely dry no drips or mist to be seen okay (laughs) as they continued to stare and study the unexplained water Ron also noted that the water droplets were not behaving within the laws of physics as we know them. Oh, no. Some of the water droplets would shoot up through the floor to the ceiling. No, no, (laughs) no. Some would rocket horizontally across the room. It made no logical sense. Like, what do you do do with that (laughs) situation? That is so strange. Does he walk into another room? Does it follow him? I have so many questions. No, it is. I mean, I guess because he's staying in that room, it just stays in that room where he's at. Um, Weird. He seems to still be in this like trance-like state. He's just like... Oh, he's still staring off in the corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Creepy. So they don't really know like what they're supposed to do. And they decide to call the police. (laughs) I'm not sure if I would call the cops. Uh, no, no, I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> also, that yes. Like, what do you ex- what do you say on the phone? Uh, I have demonic water. <laughs> One help me. <laughs> you have demonic rain in my living room. Could you come arrest this water, please? It's raining upwards. You'll see it. <laughs> it's raining upwards. <laughs> come shoot this mist. I don't know. So either way. The police were called, and a couple of officers named Richard Walbert and John Buhan, Buhan were dispatched to the scene. And so I'm guessing it was a slow crime night <laughs> that evening. <laughs> uh, so Officer Wolbert met the landlord outside of the home. Um, and I guess he hadn't really been apprised of the situation because the landlord told him, quote, 
I just want you to walk into the house. And the officer said, I'm not walking into the house unless you explain to me what I'm walking into. (laughs) Just fair. (laughs) Yeah. And Ron says, trust me. Trust me. Just walk into the house. (laughs) I don't know if I trust you. (laughs) I am a police officer. (laughs) Right? It goes against everything I've been told. (laughs) So, uh, not sure that I would have just walked in there based on that explanation if I was a cop. But he surprisingly does, as Ron asks, with Ron following closely behind. Officer Wilbert didn't make it more than two steps into the house before he began getting absolutely pelted with water drops. Pelted? Pelted. Was it... So it was like pouring, like hard. It's like... Well, I don't know if it's like pouring really hard... But it's definitely just like dripping and then there's all these water drops that are just shooting across the room. So like huh. just getting smacked with a bunch of water. So weird. Invisible like ghost squirt guns. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's water happening. Water fight. <laughs> uh, let's see. So um, the officer said we were standing just inside the front door and then there's a droplet of water traveling horizontally, and it passed right between us and just traveled out into the next room. Ew, like the water, the droplet of water was like alive, just walking, but like <laughs> just walking. sliding through. Yeah, they're just like watching these water drops just like shoot into another room. <laughs> this reminds me of like Fantasia and that like Mickey Mouse scene with like oh, the yeah. water. That uh. one, that that one stressed me out so much in Fantasia. I don't think there was another oh. storyline in there that gave me more anxiety. Oh, it was a massive love-hate relationship. I loved most of that movie, but then you had to stop at the end. I was like, God damn it, Mickey, you're fucking this all up. <laughs> you had one job, and you just had to go over to that magic book and fuck it all up. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> that wizard gave you one job. <laughs> Although okay. I used to love Fantasia. I watched it so many times. I would be down to watch it again. Yeah, let's watch it. <laughs> I love it. Let's watch one and two. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's two. Yeah. <laughs> so the officer asked everyone in the room if this was happening anywhere else in the house. And the tenants all replied that, no, it only seemed to be happening in this front room. The officer decided to see for himself. And he walked across the room, getting thoroughly wet in the process. As he entered the adjoining room, he said he felt the hair stand up on the back of his neck as he walked into the perfectly dry and normal space. That is, that's very weird. It's eerie. It's so eerie. Yeah, so there's no zooming water droplets. Nothing's leaking from the walls or ceiling. The officers were at a total loss. Clearly, they were witnessing something very unusual and, and nothing like you know anything they had ever seen before in their careers. Uh, They ultimately decided to leave and file a report with the police chief, not really sure of what else they could do. Yeah. Like, what what do you want us to do? Exactly. As for the occupants of the house, Don, Bob, and Jeannie decided to walk across the street to a pizzeria to regroup and maybe eat some food that wasn't soggy. The landlord and his wife stayed behind to continue monitoring the house. After Don and the others had left the house, however... All of the mysterious rain stopped falling. He left. Yeah. So he so it stopped. Yep. All dried up. I kind of picture him with like this dark rain cloud over him <laughs> and it just follows him. It's just like a little Eeyore of a man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So wait, wait, where did he leave to? They just, they left the house to go to this pizza place across the street. Oh yeah. Let's get some pizza, pe- some za. That's some za. The- <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I've never said that in my life. I, I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> That's what the kids said. It didn't sound good once. coming out of your mouth. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they cringe. went to get some Zaw um, across the street. <laughs> Where is that from? What is that? Like, isn't that like a Paul Rudd movie, though? Zaw. I don't or know. Is... It almost reminded me of, um, what's that Disney movie with oh, with the pizza that's so good looking? The Goofy movie. The Goofy movie. Ah, yeah. You know exactly what I was talking about. And the cheese. And the cheese, the way it pulls. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, they're like, let's go get some Zaw. And they go to this pizzeria. Okay. Did the pizza get soggy? I can't tell you yet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the landlord and his wife decided in that moment that it had to be either one of their tenants or their friend Don who was causing all the water with some kind of sick prank or something. Uh Uh-huh. Back at the pizzeria, the owner of the establishment, uh, Pam Scrafano, watched as the group walked in. She noted that Don seemed to be really out of it. She described him as walking in like a zombie. Did they dry off? <laughs> you know, they didn't say. Because I also picture him like constantly drenched They're and all sweaty. Just, like, dripping. <laughs> they didn't say. Maybe they toweled off before they went over. Uh, so by now, Pam had heard about the mysterious rain and had decided that Don must be possessed by some kind of evil demonic force. I don't know if that's where my mind would immediately jump to, but yeah, Damon Rain. So this is like some random dude in jail on vacation for a week and then his grandfather dies and then it scratches him and then it rains because of him. I I guess. What a story. (laughs) (laughs) Does it make a lot of sense? But this is what's happening. Oh, I'm having a great time. Yay. (laughs) It is. I haven't come up with a new rendition of my rain song. Oh, you had a rain song? Yeah, because it what was it last time? I forgot it. Based on um it was like Carnival Rain <laughs> for the for oh. the meat. Oh yeah, I remember we did the like a prince thing. I okay. guess it would be like paranormal rain, paranormal <laughs> rain. So as they sat together at the pizza place, um Jean or not Jeannie, but the restaurant owner was talking she was like sitting with these guys and talking to them and she was like, You guys need to call a church to fix Don. Mm-hmm. Like he needs some help. For sure. So they're still just talking and all of a sudden they begin to feel water droplets hit their head <laughs> and shoulders. <laughs> they're still at the pizzeria, they're right? They're at the pizzeria <laughs> inside. And there's people there. Yeah, there's people there. And Pam's there, <laughs> the owner. Um, and it's raining inside again. So the water was splashing onto the table, onto the floor. Um, Pam freaked out she jumped up from the table and she ran over to her cash register where she apparently kept a crucifix um you know in case of demonic emergencies yeah (laughs) you never know it's like behind glass and she has to like smash it in case of emergencies (laughs) in case of demons smash so she grabs the cross and rushed back over to dawn where she placed the crucifix against his skin and he reacted immediately, jumping back, exclaiming that it had burned him. Mm-hmm. And the group watched in horror as they witnessed the crucifix turn black. Ew. That's gross, right? I don't like that. <laughs> Unsure of what else to do, Bob and Jeannie took Don from the pizzeria and walked back home. <laughs> They're like, we're going to take our soggy friend and get out of here. Uh, I'm so sorry. Our soggy demon friend. <laughs> sorry, we ruined all of your pizza. Uh, and as soon as they left the restaurant... The mysterious rain once again stopped falling. 
Okay, very bizarre. This is all true. (laughs) When the group returned to the house, the landlord's wife accused Don of causing all the trouble, especially after the rain started up again inside the house after Don's arrival. She accused him of putting some kind of prank or like pulling some kind of prank and was pissed because all the water was going to damage the home. As she accused him, though, pots and pans sitting on top of the stove in the kitchen began to shake and rattle. And then it seemed like the whole house was shaking. As the ruckus, or sorry, as the ruckus crescendoed, Don was suddenly lifted off the ground, seeming to levitate in midair. Uh, no. <laughs> no, thank you. So during an interview on the Unsolved Mysteries, Don explained the moment saying, quote, I was just like floating. Then it was like a push. It wasn't like someone taking their hand and pushing me. It was like feeling it all over your body at once. I'm a big guy, you know, like I've always been assertive and that made me feel like a newborn. You know, I'm scared right now just talking about it, really. So wait, he he like levitated and then like flew across, flew, the, room. Cr- flew across the room. Yeah. And like hit himself. Like well, he like smacked into something. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And people saw this happen. Weird. A couple of hours after that incident, police officers Buhan and Wolbert arrived back at the scene with their police chief in tow. As soon as the police chief walked into the room, he started getting pelted with water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh and the saturating mist but instead of being amazed and horrified by the phenomena the police chief was annoyed it's like it's like for like me and chad like the one thing we like hey you know is being damp (laughs) so like i feel like this guy's like what's the one thing everyone hates being damp i'm gonna like make everyone damp now wherever i go yep uh everyone's favorite man so (laughs) The police chief was annoyed. He was like, this is a plumbing problem. Why are you dragging me to this house at night? I'm getting soaked by water from probably leaky pipes. Like, you idiots. Why uh-huh. am I here? Uh-huh. He's not amused or impressed. Um, in an interview, um, Officer Bujahan explained, quote, When the police chief got to the house, he was pelted with water just as Rich and I were. I got the impression that he was put on the spot. Maybe a little bit embarrassed. Like we expected something out of him and he, or that he could answer. There was no way to explain what happened. I think he was put in a position where he might have felt a little uncomfortable. So they're like, I think he did know something was going on, but he just was felt so weird about it and couldn't explain it. He just got pissed and was like, this is all fake. Mm-hmm. So whatever the case, the police chief told the officers to go back to work and not bother writing a report on the incident. And he didn't want them wasting any more time on it. Sure, sure. It's like, oh, yeah, grumpy Gus. Come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's like raining on their parade. <laughs> <laughs> nice pun. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Gotta get one in. <laughs> well, luckily for us in this story, the officers decided to ignore their chief. And the next day, three police officers showed up at the house to see how things were going. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant John Rundle and Officer Bill Davies entered the home and were surprised to see that things had quieted down quite a bit. But they still had some tests that they wanted to try on Don. The officers placed a paper bag over Don's head and had him put his hands behind his back. Once the officer was satisfied that Don couldn't see what 
he was about to do, he grabbed a gold crucifix and he placed it in Don's hand, which was still behind his back. Don immediately winced and dropped the crucifix to the floor, exclaiming that it had burned his hand. When Officer Davies reached down to pick it up off the floor, he found that the cross was still hot to the touch. Which, yeah, creepy. Uh, immediately after this, Don was once again levitated into the air and then thrown across the room into a wall. The officer said it looked like a bus had hit him. Yikes. And it's just wild because, like, these are police officers that are testifying to all of this, too, on the show. It's like, they're seasoned police officers. They're people you trust. They're right. not, yeah, like, wow, that, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, like, taking it back a little bit. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so the officers rushed over to Don and found that his neck was bleeding. As they inspected the wounds, they found two sets of three claw marks on either side of Don's throat. Two sets of three claw marks. Like, like yeah. this. Okay. So the officers, they were at a complete loss with what they had just witnessed. Uh, Bill Davies said, I've been a cop for 40 years and I've never seen anything like this. Never. Wow. There's always an explanation when something happens. If you got to investigate, you come up with something. Uh, <laughs> this is why it happened. For this case, there is no explanation. Wow. Yeah. So they're just kind of going around in circles. They, they don't know what to say or what to do. Uh, after this event... The landlord became convinced that the whole thing wasn't actually a hoax, and he went about trying to convince a priest to come to the house and possibly perform an exorcism. Mm. He called just about every priest or minister in town, no longer caring if they were Christian or Catholic, but everyone turned him down. I guess they didn't believe him. <laughs> it's not very nice. Also, isn't it pretty hard to get a... Um... An exorcism? Yeah. Yeah, I think... They're, like, kind of, like, sketch about it. Yeah, and, like, I think they have to be specifically trained in it, and that's, like, yeah, very like only Catholic. only certain people. Isn't it Catholic? Very Catholic to do exorcisms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, nobody wanted to <laughs> help them. Uh, so, but they finally found a Protestant minister who said that she was willing to pray with Dawn, and she arrived on the third night of the mysterious rain um, and alleged demonic activity. So there was no break in it? Well, they said it had died down sometimes, so I don't think it was fully raining all of the time, but it was still, you know, it would still show back up and start raining randomly. Okay. So the minister began to pray over Dawn, and as she did so, he began to shake and convulse. He eventually pulled himself into a tight ball, but as she continued to pray over him, Dawn's body seemed to finally relax, and everyone in the room felt a shift in the energy around the house. Eventually, the dripping water stopped altogether, and the minister concluded her prayers and left. It would never rain in that house again, and everyone celebrated, believing Don to be cured of whatever was possessing him. Ah, so many questions. Okay. I wish I had more answers for you, whatever your questions are going to be, but (laughs) there just was not a lot. I mean, I know you're not going to be able to answer, but like, why the fuck would a demon want to just like rain? rain? Like... (laughs) Make it rain. You I don't can, know. It's so weird and random. Because it's so inconvenient. I don't know. What a good mixture of like both worlds though of like mystery rain and like a haunted demonic story. Right. But our story's not over yet. Okay. <laughs> so sadly, the reprieve was short lived. After a few days, Don's furlough from the prison was over and he had to return to carry out the rest of his sentence. Mm-hmm. After a few days back in his max security cell with another inmate, 
Don began to ponder his previous rain abilities. He sat in his cell and wondered if he could make it if he could make it rain before. Make it rain. Could he make it rain again? But like in Della Bills. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just regular rain. <laughs> As he thought about this, Don watched the concrete floor begin to saturate with water. It was coming up through the floor. Ew, so like now he's sitting down. He's like, hmm, I wonder if I actually have control of this thing. And now he's like manifesting it and like yeah. bringing it. Apparently, as he's like, he's like staring at the floor and he's just watching water come up through the floor. Ew. And then it began to drip from the walls and the ceiling just as it had done before. Ew. Don was like, um, I basically have powers. <laughs> Can what make a it rain, bitch. <laughs> What a useless one, like, inside, too. Like, I have the ability to cause water damage. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you hate people, make them damp. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so a guard walked over to the cell and became irritated with Don after he saw all of the water in the cell. And I bet his cellmate wasn't thrilled either. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, so the guard inspected or suspected that... Don had taken water from the toilet or the sink and just, like, splashed it around his cell as a prank. Um, and he didn't have time for Don's explanation of his newly found special abilities. Mm-hmm. The guard sarcastically told him, oh, yeah, well, if you're so special, why don't you make it rain in the warden's office? And then Don no. was like, soggy challenge accepted, sir. A soggy challenge. <laughs> no. Okay. Meanwhile, the warden, who was named Dave Keenhold, was just minding his own business, writing up reports in his office, completely unaware of the rain challenge. (laughs) That's like a TikTok challenge. The rain challenge. (laughs) The rain challenge. Make it happen. (laughs) At about 8 p.m., the guard walked into the warden's office to tell him what had happened with Don Decker. The guard immediately noticed a large wet spot on the front of the warden's shirt, measuring at about four inches long and two inches wide. The warden had absolutely no idea where the wet spot had come from or how it had saturated his shirt without him knowing about it. Okay. So it wasn't like Don had made it rain in the office, but they still had a hard time coming up with an explanation as to why he had this giant ass wet spot on his shirt. Okay. And it wasn't like sweat or anything. No, I mean, it was just like right on his sternum, like right up here on the front. And he's just sitting there doing paperwork. And he's huh. like, I know what, what, why am I wet all of a sudden? He didn't know why. Feeling a bit shaken, the warden decided to call in a priest. <laughs> Reverend William S. Blackburn was called to the prison to pray over Don. Blackburn described Don as being quiet and mild mannered. Certainly nothing like the raving antics of a person usually suspected of being possessed. Mm-hmm. The pair began to talk about Don's past experiences over the last several days, and Don described to him how he seemed to have the ability to make it rain indoors, and that a crucifix had burned his skin. The Reverend was fairly skeptical about these claims and told Don that things would be a lot easier for him if he just admitted he was lying and stopped all of this nonsense. Sure, yeah. While Don, or perhaps whatever was possessing Don, didn't like that answer. The reverend was interviewed on Unsolved Mysteries saying, quote, all of a sudden his demeanor changed and the smell came into the room. Nurses and doctors, medical people say when you walk into a room where someone is dying with cancer or something, usually there's a smell. Aww. You can tell when you walk into the room. Uh, I smelled a smell like that. 
multiplied five times at least. Evil, foreboding. He raised his hand, talking about Don, mm-hmm. and rubbed his fingers together. And all of a sudden, it started to rain. No. It was like the devil's rain. It was a mist. I was in the presence of evil. I opened up the Bible and started to read to him, but the pages never got wet. So help me, it was a frightening thing. He said, I think I was praying for me more than him. I prayed, and it was only a brief period, and then the rain stopped. But it was really weird because he said his hands were getting wet, but the pages of the Bible weren't getting wet. But that's weird. Why would it protect the Bible if it's a demon? I don't know because it's the Bible and it's too <laughs> strong. God. It's too God. It's too God. God doesn't like to get wet. <laughs> Nobody likes to get wet. Especially this fucking mist. I hate when it's misty outside. No. It's either rain or don't rain. Like <laughs> I can't mind. my hair can't deal with the mist. <laughs> yeah, so um priest is freaked out it's all misty up in there but then it it stops after he prays over him don decker's body finally relaxed and he began to cry with relief when the rain stopped he hugged the reverend and knew that his strange ordeal was finally over don was quoted in an interview saying well it's over it hasn't happened again basically i'm just hoping that it never will and i just you know go day by day and as for my grandfather I think what had happened was his doing because he abused me when I was young. He got the chance to abuse me again. That's sad. I know. But I guess, I mean, he did see the imagery of like an old man that looked like his grandpa in the beginning. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, So yeah, just like that, the mysterious rain phenomenon never happened to Don Decker again. And there have, of course, been people who have tried to debunk the story with some saying that there must have been, like, some snowpack on the roof of the house that caused leaks. But that doesn't explain the strange directions the water was flying in Mm -hmm. or the multiple locations that it appeared at. That's true. Others have argued that if this was such a strange occurrence, why didn't anyone bother to take a photo or, like, you know, document? But it was early 80s? It was the 80s. So, like, it's not like everyone had, like, a... You know, a cell phone camera or whatever. No. Or a disposable camera on hand. That's usually a vacation. Right. And, I mean, you probably have to be rich to afford, like, a camcorder or something back then. So. Yeah. That kind of makes sense to me that they didn't have photos of it. But. Yeah, no way. Everyone's like, why is there not a single photo of this happening? Because. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, there's also um, well-seasoned police officers testifying to the truth of the event. And, like, why would they lie about something so weird? Yeah. There was nine eyewitnesses in total, and they swore up and down about what they had seen. And they're cops. A lot of them were cops. Hello, the priest is going to go to hell if they're lying, so (laughs) why would they do that? Good point. Good point. Yeah. He of all people knows about the truth. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Got him. Uh, Yeah, so nine eyewitnesses. Nine. Um, Okay. And there was, you know, three different locations. I happened to different that's crazy. times. Yeah, that's that's all. I mean, yeah, that's hard to explain. And like, what do they gain from admitting that that happened? Like, yeah, there's no like movie. There's no book. Like, no, this is very little <gasps> known. You're making me believe, Abby. It's weird. No. And I couldn't find any convincing arguments against the story that really checks it's all so the boxes. Random. So I, I mean, just chalk it up to paranormal phenomena, I guess, that we'll never have answers for. Um, oh. <laughs> In more recent news, 
Don was ironically arrested after he turned himself in on charges of arson in 2012. Oh, so he didn't like the rain. He was like, I need fire. (laughs) He had been hired by a restaurant owner to to burn the place down. I'm guessing for like insurance Insurance. money. Yeah, so. Wow, what a life. He's seen fire and he's seen rain. (laughs) And um, that's the end. (laughs) That's all I got. No, what a fantastically weird enjoyable story isn't it weird that's really weird i just thought that was a nice little weird one we could all enjoy together now i'm torn because like the whole time i'm like this is fucking stupid and hilarious (laughs) and then i'm like wait i believe now i don't know what i feel (laughs) but i know i'm like i don't i mean i'm always very skeptical skeptical about like demonic anything really yeah because i'm not really religious but like it's a weird the nine witnesses in the different locations though i like how at the end he had like a whole like move where he like rubbed his fingers together oh he's <laughs> i know like he's like oh yeah he didn't do that before but at the very end he's just like he doesn't say anything he's just rubbing his fingers together <laughs> he's like i'm gonna put some pageantry into it this time wow okay well great job super weird maybe someday i'll find another weird rain story I'm sure there's more. I bet. Isn't there raining fish? Like, isn't there? Oh, like, there's definitely toxic like rain, fish, like, raining fish stories. But those are usually largely explained. Still, though, it's still weird. It is still weird. It's a weird phenomenon. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Good job. Love Thank you. you. Love Thank you. you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll do something more fucked up. <laughs> just swinging wildly from one to the other <laughs> one extreme yeah but yeah cool cool beans thank you You're what's welcome. up what's up next what do we do now uh i know this is like a short episode so we're like we have all of this time we're usually filling with a million words that i wrote um but normally i think we go to city of the week let's do it that goes to brooklyn new york again what brooklyn what who are you what are you doing listening to us love it thank you and also i guess second place since we had brooklyn last time mm-hmm. is um our own portland hey portland we love portland man i when michael and i were just talking about wanting to go to portland and eat some good fucking food <sighs> yeah good day trip to portland is fun man i just want to go sh- eat shove, shove food in my face <laughs> Yes, they have good stuff. They have such good stuff. Um, as for things that we're watching or listening to, Michael and I have been watching this show called The Expanse quite a bit. What's that? It's like a sci-fi show. Mm. Space. Love space. Except for it's like all of the space anxieties that I have that would make me never want floating to Floating away in space. <laughs> oh, I can't handle floating away in space. Exploding in space. Exploding in space. People get, you know, the airlock treatment where they just get blasted out into space, mm-hmm. which is like, I can't. No, thank you. That I get like weirdly claustrophobic. What's the opposite of that? <laughs> when it's just too much space. Too much space. It's not agoraphobic. I don't know. It's I'm like, sure it's a phobia. There is. I know there's a name for it, but it's just like the thought of just all of that nothingness. Isn't that like how you feel like with the like looking at the beach or the ocean like it's so vast? Oh yeah, or, or like, like when you're in like deep water. Yeah. Ooh, that weird. really freaks me out too. I cannot handle That is being kind of eerie if you, you really let it see. sink in. <laughs> Even though I do love that part when I look at the beach but I'm safely on land. Oh, if I'm on land it's totally fine. Oh, it's like if therapeutic. I'm swimming in it. Oh no, thank you. And you can't see below your feet because it's just dark. 
No, it's terrible. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, I had another apocalyptic dream. I was oh, telling God. you, I had a tsunami dream where a whale <laughs> was swimming right to our hotel building <laughs> and ate a child. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I had another one I don't remember. And then this one, they always seem to be like we're against a wall or a building, so mm-hmm. we can't go anywhere. Oh, and God. like the water's rushing to us. So no like, escape. So it's always like that feeling mm-hmm. that that's the dream. And then this time there was sharks underneath no. us. And we were trying to tell people, get your feet up, get your <gasps> feet up. And it was terrifying. Oh there God. were black sharks. Oh, I'm having crazy dreams. I used to have the end of the world dreams. Now you're having all of the end it's of the world like dreams. It's been like over a decade. And now I have had like three. Start journaling them. <laughs> I should since they're getting really weird. But they're always like ocean themed and like animal eating. Great. <laughs> I've just been having like hyper violent dreams with, you know, just people doing horrible things. So I think I would go for That's like more an, realistic. I would love to have an animal mauling dream at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so random that it's like a whale or shark, though. Yeah. I, have, I mean, I did see a recent video on Facebook where somebody actually got swallowed up by a whale. Stop. No, Do Jonah. Not, they're, it <laughs> Jonah. <was> like, <laughs> they're like kayaking and it just randomly... Did they live? I think so, but like it's still absolutely terrifying <gasps> to actually see a human being go into the whale or no. in the mouth of a whale. No. That's terrifying. What if they actually swallowed it? I mean... What if you're swallowed whole in a whale? It'd be like a real Pinocchio situation. Yeah, I think I have some issues, maybe. I remember watching <laughs> Pinocchio a lot. <laughs> why? That's the worst Disney movie. And Dumbo. Oh, cry. my God. Why are you so fucked up? I watched those once, and I was like, never again. These are terrible. I would terrible. cry. I remember crying. I was... Pinocchio is so fucked up. There's, like, donkeys. They, the boys get turned into donkeys? Right. And it's very dark. And that movie's smoking? very dark. <laughs> they're smoking? Uh, Did you yeah. find it, Michael? What? I thought you were Googling the term. That oh, I was agoraphobia about. can be a fear of open spaces. It's agoraphobia. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought that was just like leaving your house. <laughs> and then thalassophobia is the one uh, for deep water. Thalassophobia. Specifically for deep water. I totally have that. Oh, we've also been watching um, Somebody Feed Phil. I don't know if you've watched that. It's the so most good. delightful is it? show. You need to watch it. It just There's like a few seasons now, so you can binge it. That's the reason, like, Michael and I wanted to go to Thailand so badly, because they made it look so amazing in the food. And now I just want to go to Oaxaca (laughs) and, like, all of these places, because he just makes it. And he's just, he's just such a delightful delightful little human being. He's so funny and kind. And he just gives you, like, faith in humanity. (laughs) Oh, okay. That sounds nice. But watch it while you're full, because it's torture if you're not. It sounds like torture already. Like, I'm already sad and jealous. I won't live that life. Yeah, because he's just eating all of the best food you've ever seen. And I'm like, give me some of that. How do you get that job? I want to get that job. So we were eating, like, Arby's. (laughs) That's I was like, this is not the same. I know. I think we were like forever ago watching Anthony Bourdain and I was like making rice aroni at the <laughs> time. And I'm like, I feel so poor <laughs> and sad and I hate it. I am not Anthony Bourdain. Do you have anything uh, you've been watching or listening to? Those are my suggestions. Nah, I mean, I've been consumed by this trial. I have that personality where I can't stop. Oh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard? Yeah. I cannot wait for that shit to be over. Me too. It's not like... (laughs) It's exhausting for me too, but I have to because if I miss something, (laughs) I will be upset. (laughs) 
I'm just like, why is this dominating my newsfeed? It is all that is on my newsfeed. I think people are obsessed too. There's more going on. I know. There's so many other things. Maybe that's why I like, I don't want to focus on the real things in the world. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this Johnny Depp thing. This like circus of a trial that's happening. Yeah. Chad makes fun of me a lot. He's like, how can you still be watching that? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) But I am. It's a problem. It's over now. I'm like watching the end of it. But I'm like, just leave me alone so I can finish it. Because they're just like <laughs> deliberating now, right? So the verdict yeah. hasn't come in yet. Yeah, it's like the it's it's the end of it. I'm okay. just finishing up what, uh, listening to the ending statements. But that's what I've been watching. Super nerdy, I know, but I can't help it. And then besides that, we would like started Arrested Development again because oh, that's great show. always funny. It's a good one. He's still putting on King of the Hill, so that's Murder good to have. Oh, yeah, Murderville. Murderville. Did you watch it? We did. Did you love it? Yes. Was it the one with Conan the best? The one with Conan was probably one of my faves. So you watched the whole thing? Yes. Okay, everyone watched Murderville. It was just, like, fucking hilarious. So funny. It's just people improving their way through, like, <laughs> a murder. Right. It's, like, structured, but, like, the person, the, the comedian guest. or whatever, the guest, solving the case has no script, and so it's all ad-libbed. It's yeah. hilarious. It's really funny. Netflix, check it out. Yeah. Conan. Oh, I'm glad you watched that. Is so good. Yeah, it's the first one too, so it really gets yeah. Sorry, you mentioned Arrested Development. I just I remembered. Oh yeah, because uh, Job. Yeah. Job. Well, yeah. he's got a he's a man. <laughs> he's a man. His voice. He does illusions, Michael. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. we've gone on quite a few tangents. I guess. I guess we'll get the fuck out of here. So, uh, hey, hey guys, bye. <laughs>
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.